welcome to episode 70 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how are you doing tonight eh, not too bad i guess had a lazy day i should have gone and gotten a tire replaced but never left the house because on your, I got on your car on my car yeah you better get that replaced because we got places to be next week with your car it, so it's actually fine it's just me doing it just because i need i it's something that i probably should do so i've just you know decided that this is a fine motivator i think we'd be able to make it down perfectly okay. fine down but, okay <laughs> but i i i decided that i wanted to build a standard deck before i left and then i got like disheartened trying to find the cards i needed and then got lazy and just laid on my bed staring at the ceiling for a while it's been a long day <laughs> okay well, well, sounds good uh, but yeah what standard deck were you building uh it's technically five color, but I'm quite <laughs> good that's, start. That's the best kind of five color. Is technically five color. Yes. Uh, it's I'm basically considering it to be black red dragons. Oh, a, okay. It's a very light splash for everything else. Like everything about the deck, its core is black red, mm -hmm. except I'm playing Nicol Bolas, Chromium, and Daragaz for my. My splash colors. You'll notice that that is both Jund and Esper colors. I mean, as you do. So, but... yeah. All right. I went two one with the deck today. It was. It seemed fine. It's fun. I get to, I get to cast ridiculously huge dragons. So that's always fun. And, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like th all those dragons seem like they'd be fun to cast. They are. I've thought about playing a little bit even more spice, but I decided not to. So we're just testing stuff out at this point. We're trying to see if this is a deck I want to keep playing in standard. So yeah. fair enough. But... Cool, 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 cool. So um, this week's topic is actually going to kind of it's going to kind of be a weird series in a way. <laughs> it's a pseudo series. But, yeah, we'll we'll call it that. So I'm. Uh, we have um, GP Minneapolis coming up here, and we are going to that. And so we are just going to talk about um, for the next few episodes. So that, uh, this episode, we're going to talk about our preparing for the GP um, and what we did and all that and everything. Uh, next week, we will be recording from our hotel room. <laughs> talking about being at the GP and then the week after that, we'll probably talk about things we learned from the GP. So um, we're going to have a little GP trifecta here talking about some of the, some of the stuff. Cause this is both our, both of uh, our first GP for both of us. Yeah. It's going to be a fun little, and it's going to be a good time. It's I'm obviously we've had one previous time where we went to a somewhat large event and that was uh, SCG States. Uh, this is obviously bigger than that, so a little bit. It'll be a yeah. fun experience. Yeah. So, you know, neither of like neither of us know really a hundred percent what to expect. So it's it's going to be interesting, and it'll be interesting to see what we learn from it and what we would do differently. Like looking at, you know, looking at it from our perspective right now, like 
so I'm sure this will be an episode that I come back and listen to and be like, oh man, past Fletcher, you're so goddamn stupid. <laughs> Which is, to be fair, a perfectly reasonable thing to think. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I'm. Uh, I don't know where we want to kick this off, but I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm. All I can say is I'm really excited to go to this GP. <laughs> yeah, I. This last week that we just went through seemed like it dragged on for me because I was so looking forward to actually going to the Grand Prix. And it's like, I keep thinking like only one, you know, only two weeks ago, only, you know, a week and a half to go and yada, yada, yada. And it just like, it just seemed like it took so goddamn long. And now it's like, I have three work days between me and the Grand Prix. (laughs) And we're leaving on the third one. Yep. So it's like, uh, I just got to make it through a week of work. <laughs> and then I get a three-day weekend, and it's going to be so great. Yeah. like, And you had to beg, borrow, and steal to get the time off for this. So. <laughs> yeah. I I asked for this, this literally this one day off mm-hmm. eight months ahead of time. Like, and that's like I don't need to put in vacation requests until like um the month before I need them. Mm-hmm. So I asked way ahead of time, yeah. and like because I was I was very much in my boss's good graces because I had been taking on extra, you know, I, like they've been giving me new jobs at work and I'd been doing them and like I have been a I'm not going to say a model employee because I'm not perfect, but I have been a really good employee and I had a lot of goodwill built up with my boss. Yeah, and good, like, goodwill goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, and it's like weird. No one is supposed to take days off in July. And I yep. asked for the last Friday of July off and he said, well, we can probably make that work. <laughs> and then things changed. Yeah. I was no longer an office worker on Friday. I was a driver on Friday, which... Still is fine because now the guy who does office work can cover for me mm-hmm. and it won't be a big deal. But my boss almost changed his mind and said I couldn't do it anymore. And <laughs> Until I you're li- like, we got hotels. I literally had to be like, I've already spent money on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we we started planning this basically almost as soon as we found out they were having a GP in Minneapolis. Yeah. Like and. Maybe that's a little early. Maybe it's not. But like, I don't know. Man, I think I think it's good that we started planning so early. If I had my way, I would have already had my ticket, and we would have had hotel reservations at that point. Right. Like, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit. It drives me up a goddamn wall that a bunch of my friends, like, they're still not one hundred percent sure what they're doing next weekend. Really? They're just yeah, like. like one of my friends didn't even know how he was getting down there as of last Friday. That was yeah. finalized with him on Friday, a week before he has to head down there. And I cannot comprehend being that unprepared. And, and like, I'm getting a little bit panicky because, like, or it's like, well, which one of our cars are we going to take? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, the, the good thing is that was actually relatively simple, right? It's like, you have a spare car. I have my own car. We'll, we'll it will work. Yeah, and I, I know. Like, <laughs> but even then, it's like, yeah, like there's certain things that it's that it's like, man, we probably should have brought this up like a month ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, there's it's, been a few things that I'm, like, looking at that I'm like, ah, oh, we probably should figure those. But, like, all the big big stuff is done. Like, we figured out, you know, we got hotels figured out or hotel figured out. We got, um, uh, like, part of the whole thing was planning transportation to the event and stuff like that because we're not going to be, you know, on, you know, the using the hotel blocks they have. Yeah. So, but part of that's because we know the area too and everything and makes it a little little easier, but Yeah, I mean like we've had our hotel for what, two months now? Over Something two months. Like that. <laughs> and it's like we've had all this shit planned out because, you know, like that that is very much how I am. Where like I had to tell myself not to bother you too early. Because I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to annoy you with like, hey, we have to travel in six months. We should plan this shit out. Because I know not everyone is as crazy as I am. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and it's it's fine that we did this stuff. Like, part of the the struggle though was is that like Channel Fireball didn't have their stuff up until, you know, yeah, not long ago. Not early enough for us long ago. <laughs> no, it's like we we made we were trying to make plans, and then we're like, oh, Channel Fireball isn't up yet. And then, like two weeks later, Channel Fireball got their information going, and then we had everything planned within like three days after that. Yeah, and we were like all all booked and everything like that. Like, let's, let's do this shit. Let's get it done. We were we were signed up for the main event before we even knew what the promo and playmat were. Yeah, that, like, that's true. <laughs> we're but like, like, it's one of those things. It's like we knew we were gonna go. We're gonna play in the main event. We're gonna go. 0-3 scrub out and then start doing some stuff. <laughs> You're gonna go 0 and 3 scrub out. I'm gonna hang on until an I'm gonna hang on until like a two and three. Two and three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean I was <laughs> I was saying I'm like if there's any any good thing about this one, at least it's sealed, because I feel like sealed is probably the strongest like format I am that I have. Straight up, yeah. Like you're good at you're good at pool evaluations. Um, like this isn't like you know any slight against you on in regards oh, yeah. to like drafting or anything like that. But like you don't draft as often as most people do. You don't play a constructed format as often as most mm -hmm. people do. Sealed is sealed, and it's core set sealed. Yeah, which is like your bread and butter. Yeah, like I I don't know. I, I feel I feel comfortable with that, and that's actually what I what I really like. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, just to like bullet point something here. I'm just gonna like give a takeaway and stuff. Like the takeaway for our first point of this whole thing is is like plan shit ahead early. Like <laughs> I I don't get that thing where people like go to events and like don't know what deck they're playing. Yeah, like they like they don't know what decks they're playing. They don't know like. Like just in general, they don't plan ahead, and mm -hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. like I like, said, like it drives me up a wall that so many of my friends are just now making plans for getting down there. Like, uh, it's funny. It's like we're adults or something. People. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah. So you know, it's good to do that to at least plan and stuff. Even if you don't like buy into the event and stuff early, because I get it. Plans change and stuff like that. Like. You know, suppose we had bought into everything and stuff like that, and your boss was a giant douche or something, and was like, "Well, too bad, you don't get to go." And it's like, yeah. well, we already sunk money on a hotel and uh, registration and everything, and it's like, you know. But 
So I can understand people waiting a little bit on that and everything. But. Yeah, but I most people probably don't work jobs where you're not allowed to take days off for two and a half months out of the year. Yeah, probably not. So, <laughs> I mean, what, what do you do, right? Cash in favors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. But. Either way, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, just just continuing on to something that you pointed out, though, it's like another thing is know what you're doing at the Grand Prix. Yeah, like we, you know, as Fletcher already mentioned, we're doing the main events, and we're plant, you know, we're not expecting to, you know, make it to the top eight or anything or like that. But like day two, even you know, <laughs> yeah, I I still think I can day two. We'll see. Okay, I I, I hope you can, but you know. You know, it's not unheard of for people to like win their first Grand Prix. I'll accept a day two my first Grand Prix. I, hey man, if I could spike something, I'd spike something. But like, I'm just not gonna get ahead of myself here and just be reasonable. Like, yeah, that, that's that's fine. That's just I'm, me. Uh, I'm not gonna be brokenhearted if I don't day two. Yeah, I'm also. I think your expectations going... are ridiculous. If you would be brokenhearted if you didn't day two. Exactly. Like, I'm a realist. But I do honestly think I'm good enough to date to a Grand Prix. So. Okay. Um, but, I, you know, as going back to what I was saying, like, you know, another thing Fletcher said is like, we know what we're doing for side events. For the most part, yeah. I, I'm still the, like, I still have some stuff that's a little fuzzy, and that's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like, we still have a general idea, oh, yeah. right? It's like, I probably am not bringing a standard deck with me. I am not bringing a standard deck with me. One, because I don't have one. And two, because standard. Yeah, I'm, I plan on bringing a modern deck and one or two legacy decks. And that's it. <laughs> that's the exact same thing that I'm at right now. Yeah, like, the, that's, like, I'm pretty much a lock for two and a half decks. Yeah, me too, like... Because so so my thing is, is right now it's like I'm gonna play in some legacy like actual legacy events. Yeah. Like I I'm pumped for that. Um, the the thing I'm so the the thing I need to figure out is is well is what legacy deck do I really want to play or do I just want to bring both of them and try each of them in the my in the um, events. And then when I found out they had those um uh, the uh, single match. The one v ones. Yeah, the one the one v ones, like five dollar one v ones. Like, I was kind of all in on that then because it's like, oh man, then I can just, you know, bring this stuff. And then I'm like, well, do I want to bring unexpected just so I can like run a couple of those and see what happens? You know, <laughs> literally try and spike a modern event, <laughs> a modern pseudo event. Yeah. I mean, I could get into a modern event and get crushed immediately, like. Or get super lucky, which I don't think will happen. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's, you know, the point of all this is like, I don't want to bring a shit ton of cards with me. Yeah, I'm trying to, I want to pack light too. That's why I'm agonizing even over bringing like, going from two to three decks. Yeah, because like, that stuff does take up space mm-hmm. and there is risk involved. Yeah, like, honestly, like, so the first day... I don't know if um uh, I would even bring all my decks that day. If mm-hmm. I'd bring like a legacy yeah, the, deck or something like that the, and just hop legacy events. 
Yeah, the big thing for that that I'm not sure about is like I my natural untrusting nature. I don't know if I would want to leave a magic deck in a hotel room. Oh, there uh I think the hotel we're staying at has safes in the room. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the thing, it's like I don't trust people. Yeah. <laughs> let alone hotel staff. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Just one of those things. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I, no, I was paranoid about that too, and I'm like, I'm like, I was thinking about, it, I'm like, oh no, they have, I, I, we've stayed at this one before, and I believe they have the safes in the hotel room. That's nifty. I appreciate that. So, yeah, we would <laughs> as as... totally do that. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah but, like, oops, sorry. Uh, I was saying, like, I'm, I, I'm a fan of packing light. I don't want to lug a bunch of cards down there mm-hmm. because you know that. One, they are valuable, and two, magic cards are just heavy. Oh man, they're dense. Like, like it, I'm yeah, it's super a lot of weight. happy that I'm that I plan on like shipping a lot of my binder down there because my binder's no longer gonna weigh thirty goddamn pounds, <laughs> and it's just gonna be so nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna ship anything, so that's convenient for me. Um, yeah, like my plan right now. Basically, like I'm gonna have my decks, and I have a few cards I need to get signed. So, but that's basically about it. On top of the stuff I need to actually play in the event. Yeah, for I'm not really big on getting things signed. Like my the the one thing that I'm questioning is if there's an artist there that I really like their art. If I'm gonna bite the bullet and buy a print and then carry that around all goddamn day. Yeah, that would be annoying. Or pick it up near, like, or buy it near the end of the day or something. Yeah, because like that's the one somewhat annoying thing about where our hotel is is we can't really go back and forth. No, it's because yeah, we we have to take a like a train there, kind of. Yeah, like it's a forty-five minute commute between yeah. the hotel and the event center. That's not something that we just want to make freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. I agree, and that was a sacrifice we kind of made and stuff because, like, basically, I don't want to drive in the area if we're gonna be as part of it too. Yeah, which is so. completely understandable. So, so John, I have to say that I'm like, if you're not getting a card signed, I'm getting a card signed for you. What card is that? Uh, I wasn't gonna tell you, but I'll tell you. Uh, Raging Goblin. Oh, like the. The artist is actually going to be there for that? Yep. For the, oh, the one sweet. that was in like Portal 2 or whatever. So it's, Oh, it's, that the version. With the big axe. Yeah. Yep. The, he uh... raged like, the world and his family and his life, but mostly he just raged. <laughs> well, that's the flavor text of literally yeah, all I but know. one goblin. I so. love that. I just love the whole thing. But yeah, that one... Uh, yeah, it's some... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Miracola. Yeah. And he also did a griffin, so I obviously... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember he actually was going to come out with the playmat of Raging Goblin. I was super tempted to buy it, and then I forgot about it. So, who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll have one there, and I'll I'll try and look for it. But we'll see. But yeah, I I I, I have my my Raging Goblins out actually that I was going to bring with because <laughs> I ran I ran into him when I was sorting through this giant mess of crap I have. So. <laughs> So, I mean, oh. those are the kind of the only other stops I have and everything, but I don't really know 100% what to expect with some of this. So, 
lots and lots of people drive you crazy but yeah i'll survive i don't know if everyone else will but i'll survive i hope so <laughs> all right but uh what's up no, continue sorry i was gonna say going going back a little bit sure. to the whole comment about like where our hotel is mm -hmm. um what site did you use to actually find our hotel um i think i booked it through like bookings.com this time so actually, that hotel is one we've stayed at before, which is why I used it. Um, mm -hmm. We would so me and my wife would go down to that area and stuff um, to go to the Mall of America and stay there. So what we did one time is, is um, or a couple times is we'd actually stay down there, and then there's a station for the for the light rail that goes into the city. Um, uh -huh. And so I looked it up and everything, and the the convention center is like three blocks from a light rail stop so or like two or three blocks i can't remember it's super close um so i was like well we've done this for like concerts and sporting events and things like that and it's super super nice because you don't get stuck in all the traffic and everything you basically just have to walk your ass back and forth and sit on a train for a little bit and it's like super cheap for a day pass and you know to get the rail and everything so it's and it's really convenient being in that calmer area too. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally like I've actually never ridden on a train. Interestingly enough, I've ridden on, um, like you know, I've like been on like boats and planes and never a train. So it's going to be like a semi-interesting little thing but <laughs> it's a bus that moves jerkily so you're that's fine. <laughs> that's basically what i'm expecting yeah, you know it's, it's not a big deal by any means it's so i mean let's be just, honest it's just a light rail thing too so yeah like it is impossible for it to be less safe than a plane so yeah right <laughs> but let's be honest and i'm perfectly fine on planes yeah so now it's uh, we've done it, a f as I said, a few times for stuff like, uh, I went to a concert one time that was in the, in the cities there. And it was like, the, the it was like kitty corner to the stop we were at. And it was so convenient to just like walk back on, hop on the train and get going. And, uh, I think we took it, we, we took it down one time for, um, one of my wife's friends, we, she had like a birthday party and stuff like that. And so we all went to some place downtown and got absolutely friggin destroyed and then took the train back so that was really convenient too <laughs> yeah like like knowing the area and stuff makes it a lot easier at like so because we've been talking about doing the one in uh milwaukee also and that one i don't know if i would make judgment calls like this like i'd probably just be like okay this is their hotel block we're gonna take that yeah, that's probably a good idea just because, you know, like, I've never, like, neither of us have been there. We don't really know yep. what to expect. So, like, just playing the safe bet, doing the, you know, quotations recommended thing by CFB themselves is probably just going to be, like, the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. The most annoying thing about it, I think, is going to be the fact that we can't, you know, plan way ahead of time like yeah. we did for this one. We have, we have to wait for the hotel blocks to come out and all the information and blah, 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 and all that stuff and kind of jump on it. But 
we've been pretty yeah. prompt and considering what I've learned about magic players and their ability to commit to things, we're probably okay. Yeah, we're we're probably ahead of the curve, so. <laughs> but yeah, so you have anything else you want to interject on some of this stuff? What was that? I said do you have, do you have anything you want to interject here? I kind of no, I mean, to be honest, like, like, I didn't do much of the hotel hunting. You just told me how much money I had to give you, yeah. so. Actually, um, like, you basically have, like, the best plan in the world for this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you had to advise somebody to um, uh, figure out a G- GP trip, how would you do it? <laughs> uh, you find a friend who's interested in going with you, and you have them do literally all the work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I basically like, did everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I am the I'm the motivator for everything that's going on, but you are definitely the the one doing all of the heavy lifting yeah. and the not so heavy lifting, yeah. and you know the general decision making. I'm just here to be like, hey, we should do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just need a you know some like it's it's nice having another person too because we can you know not 100% knowing things we can talk about, like, you know, oh, well, what legacy decks do we want to bring? Uh, you know, what events do we want to hit up? Uh, all that stuff and go back and forth and, you know, figure all that stuff. And it's nice having another bot. I think it'll be nice having another body there just because, like, at least at, so at the SCG regionals we went to, it was just nice with the two of us there to be able to be like, hey, I got to go take a piss, wash my backpack, you know? Yeah. And just, like, have somebody watching your back, if that makes sense. Not that, like... I expect everybody at a, you know at these places to be shitty and stuff like that. But there's a lot of people you don't know, and there's some shifty people out there. And you know, me and you are just kind of paranoid people to start out with. So, <laughs> like having each other to be able to like, you know, cover each other's backs is kind of nice too. Yeah. So, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's interesting because the um, uh, like the SCG event was slog man like that was you know it was just a single event and it was like a lot of by the end of the day you were just exhausted but like from what i've heard about from a lot of people they're like yeah gps are not so much a tournament they're like a convention they're yeah they're a convention and a test of endurance yeah like that'll be interesting i don't know i took i took monday off work because i can because i think i'm gonna need the whole day to recover yeah, if I could, I was no I was no longer allowed to take the Monday off from work, mm-hmm. so my only choices are swap my Monday with another guy for his Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Except he doesn't really know my Monday, and I don't know his Wednesday. <laughs> so if I swap with him, me and him are both gonna have a really really shitty week uh-huh. on a week that's already really really shitty. Yeah, <laughs> and basically the only way we run into problems with the timing of that is if we. Like if like one of us tops eight or top eights or something like that, which that's a yeah. fine problem to have. Yeah, like here's the thing, I know for a fact I can work my Monday off of less than four hours of sleep. <laughs> I have faith that after winning a Grand Prix, I could do it on less than three. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say I'm like I'm like if you if you if you did that and I had like I could drive you home and you could sleep in the car, but I don't think you would yeah. sleep in the car. 
No, I'd be like jumping up and down like a crazy person. Yeah, but yeah, in the in the unlike the incredibly unlikely event that something like that would happen. But you know, it's one of those things you prepare for even these you know weird little contingencies that are very very unlikely, and you just kind of sit there and go, you know, if if this happens, we will accept this risk, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? It's like it's like, like when they made magic. We know Black Lotus is really good and overpowered, overpowered, but it's only a problem if this game is a runaway success and people buy tons of cards and put like four of them in their decks. <laughs> Shocking, right? <laughs> but yeah, I suppose. Huh? Continuing, oh. I'm just continuing down our little list of Sorry. pointers. I was gonna say you cut out there for me. Oh, I was I was I was just gonna say continuing down our little list of pointers. Okay. Well, uh, signing up for the actual event. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned this kind of earlier. Um, obviously, you can't do it till Channel Fireball themselves allow us to. Mm-hmm. Which is, as stated, later than I would like. But it was still like three months before the actual grand prix itself so it's like well, there's still plenty of time to do it it was like a and, couple months i don't know i'm yeah <laughs> yeah but like it's it was still early enough which is like all right fine yep you know and like being don't be one of those people who just hymns and haws over whether or not they want a main event or grind side events or yada 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 i'm a firm believer that everyone who isn't sure what they want to do knows exactly what they want to do they just don't want to commit to it in case something changes yep sounds accurate and that's like you know that's something that i know fletcher personally has ranted about before so yeah like i can't stand people who just don't commit to what they want to do and when it comes to like magic events it's like you know what's going to be there. You should know if you, you, especially for a limited one, you should know if you want to play a li- in a limited Grand Prix. Yeah, like, you don't have to prep a deck or anything like that. You just literally have to show up with money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> show up with money, preferably sleeves, Yeah, and just do it. Like, I don't even know if sleeves are mandatory at Grand Prix. I'm pretty sure they are, but... I don't know. I Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually going to pick up a fresh set of sleeves for this thing because, yeah, we... I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, I plan on doing that too. Just to... that's highly recommended, always. Yeah, just to have fresh sleeves so someone can't like try and like scum you on them being marked or some bullshit. But yeah, I don't know. Like, even for like a constructed event, like I I feel bad like hemming and hawing about like changing a couple cards in the deck like <laughs> a week before the event. Almost like I, you know, I get it with some people like with if you're really trying to like mess with the metagame and stuff like that and figure that out but i mean for somebody like me who is just i'm you know i'm gonna play the deck i know the best and in the best with and you know make sure it fits the meta a little bit and go from there like i don't need to be hemming and hawing right up to like two minutes before submitting my deck yeah, you're just like, you are a reasonable person with reasonable expectations, you know. You're not trying to go for, like, the super hardcore edges. You're just trying to have a good time, which yeah. is what... Here's the thing about 90% of the people I talk to. 
they fall under your camp. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the people I talk to, they're not going to spike that Grand Prix and, you know, win the whole thing because of a, a one card choice. Yep. You know, and I, I thought it was I just a, like a weird little anecdotal evidence about that is like when we went to States, yep. I went there knowing exactly what I was playing, changed nothing in my deck. There was a group of guys that I knew who were like the more serious people from the store at the time. Mm -hmm. And they were like building their 75 there. They were asking if people had certain cards that they could borrow to play their deck. All of them were out of the tournament before I was. It's yeah. like, just, you know, I being prepared is more valuable than trying to like figure out the one random thing in your 75 that will give you a huge percentage points. Like, I was just mentally in my in the game better, I think, and I honestly do think that I was mentally prepared for the tournament more than they were. And that's important, I think. Like, you know, like you're thinking about changing the cards. Like, honestly, for that same exact event that we talked about, like, I really wish I would have made a different decision on like one set of cards in my deck, but um, <laughs> like just because I didn't think of the meta properly. But like, I think I agree with you though that it's like I think you just, you know, your brain can only handle so much stuff going on and if you're sitting there thinking about like well what's my deck gonna be where where am i gonna get these cards well you know all this stuff like you just you're just overloading and already you're already overloaded mind and it just negatively impacts you in a great way like huge 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 yeah like I, I got enough, you know, crazy shit going on in my mind all the time. I don't need wondering about the 73rd card in my deck, you know. <laughs> I know I've played what I've, I've played. The, if I'm going to an event, I've already played the deck. I'm already comfortable with the deck I'm going to play. And that's just what I'm going to do. It's like, you know, I've said it before. Like, I never tell people what I'm playing. And I always, like, subtly imply to people that I might, like, audible to something. I know what I'm playing weeks before any event I go to. Like, the only time I straight up built the deck the night before was for an invitational where I was putting together Infect when I already knew I was playing it. Like, and I was just actually, like, and I already had the deck list in my head, as we've discussed before. I do that all the time, where it's like, I know what I'm playing and what I want. I just need to actually build it. Yeah. But, you know, that's not mentally taxing at that point because I already, you know, I'm building a deck I've played a hundred times before. Mm -hmm. You're just putting, you're just yeah. assembling the pieces, which is a little something, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's not like agonizing over a couple picks of cards. Like, no, you know, like honestly, I feel better about regionals for the fact that I didn't sit and at the last minute agonize about, you know, Stratus walk over aqueous form, like, you know, and it's like, it's like, I made yeah. my choice. I made the wrong choice, but I think, I think I played better because of it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But yeah, I got stonewalled, stonewalled by Stormbreath Dragon, but whatever, you know. Shit happens. I mean, I, it was, it was the wrong decision, but you know, I, I stand by, I stand by the methodology of making the decision. Like, I, th I think making the decision and sticking with it was more correct than hemming and hawing for way too long i just should have thought about the meta beforehand and made the card honestly i didn't i was not yeah. good enough at that time to really 
understand a lot. Let's but. be honest. You, you, we actively discussed that pick when we were building your deck, and you said Stratuswalk says draw a card on it, and I want, I want card quantity over card quality from the Scry from Stratuswalk. Or sorry, and that is true. Yeah, and that is true. Like, and I think that's a honestly, like when I think about it, like for that deck, it was actually a very reasonable choice. Yeah, that was I, I. Every once in a while, I'll randomly have flashbacks to the, you know, however long it was we spent in your dining room building that, that deck. That was a good time. As, like, you actually have, like, a notebook when you're writing notes as I'm just walking circles around your table. <laughs> Rattling off shit, yeah. <laughs> I'll just remember. <laughs> because, what's so, up? Sorry, continue. I was going to say, because we both have our own our own different processes yeah. for this shit. <laughs> and mine is pacing. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's always fun brewing decks together because we just get some spicy shit. But like, I don't know. I just remember yeah. that event too. Like, one turn triple just uh uh oh not just uh the one white. It's like plus one plus zero oh, draw a card or something like that. Oh, defiant strike. Defiant strike. Yeah, I did that three times in a turn. <laughs> and it, like to my opponent, and he was just he was a little mad about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah shit happens it felt so good i I smoked him super bad but as you do i don't know (laughs) i mean that was probably like the second best card in that deck so defiant strike yeah probably i think the the protection spell might have been the actual best card in that deck oh god's willing yeah dude i've been sorting piles and piles and piles of cards and every time i see that card i smile (laughs) <laughs> like i font oh, it makes me feel so good because that card was just that card was insane like it was so good uh, that was that card was the mvp yeah <laughs> that was the one card that every time they cast a removal spell they were like please don't have it please don't have it please don't have it that was the one card that you would play off curve just so you can cast your creature while holding that up yep and you're just like it's like god damn that card was powerful it's so good it's so innocuous you look at it and you're like who gives it it's a protection spell with scry attached right it's like okay like (laughs) this this card is not special but man yeah it's just so relevant it always felt Uh, super good when like your opponent would like go for the like you'd swing in or something like that and your opponent would go for the um uh kill spell or something like that and you'd be like god's willing and like stack a bunch of like the other tricks on there it's just like mm, taste it God, god's willing to find strike defiant strike kill you gg uh, nori yeah <laughs> i miss that deck so uh, bad that deck was infect it was like it was infect that held the deal 20 yeah <laughs> why do i not play infect i don't know because you maybe because it feels cheap I don't know. Maybe. If you ever want to try it, I'll throw it together for I you. I might need to try it sometime. Not for this event, but sometime. Yeah, obviously. Maybe, maybe for the next modern event we do, I'll, I'll play Infect or something. Because I, I feel like that deck is just right up my alley. I think so also, but it is... It's basically like... It's heroic on crack. Which is... 
I'm not sure how that compares because to like because you love Legacy Burn and you don't like Modern Burn. Yeah. Modern Burn is the weaker form of Legacy Burn, and Infect is a more powerful form of Heroic. So I don't know. I don't know how you did actually evaluate it. I've played a little bit of it on some stuff before. I think I think there was one day or something we had um uh like you had it laying around and I played it or something like that. And I I enjoy it. You know, I, I like the there's a lot of thinking to the deck because like not like you have to sequence stuff properly and play around the right things and then also get lucky sometimes which is sweet yeah and i'm okay with that like you know no more getaxian probe tier um less free wins yeah. <laughs> free wins but i don't know i like i like that kind of thing where you get to you know it's because we've talked about infect before it's it's kind of it's like one of those like half combo decks, and I like that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but it is half combo. It's more yeah, combo so. than aggro. I definitely think that. So, <laughs> so all right. So back to the main top. We're all about segues. Today. I mean, it's kind of what it is is today, but. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a giant takeaway from this episode or anything, except it's like we're going to a GP. Here's a bunch of shit we did. Um, <laughs> but I, there, I I think there's some value here. I don't know what it is, but I think there's some mm-hmm. somewhere. Plan ahead. There we go. Yeah. I think I think that's the value in a lot of this. Like just in general. Like there's a big takeaway from the from the episode is is like just and all all the shit you do with magic. Plan ahead. <laughs> John, I think we might call it another short one here because it's it's late, and um, uh, yeah. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about, uh, I think everything else that I thought about talking about, we've like randomly hit on throughout this whole thing. So, okay, that's pretty much everything. All right. Um. Yeah. If we we have determined the the best idea for prepping for a GP is to get somebody else to do it all for you, but <laughs> yep. All right, get someone who actually knows how computers work to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I would not want to watch you try to do this shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. All right. John, so one other thing before we take off here to the people who listened through the entire episode. Um, so all the people who are in the closed beta for Arena right now got five codes to give to people. Um, so I have five Arena codes that and not enough friends. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was thinking I might give them away here. So if you want a invite code to the closed beta of magic arena uh just send me send us a tweet um at the local meta pc and i'll hook you up with a code just send us a tweet saying hey i want one of your codes and i listen to your episodes and you guys are sweet and we love you just to make me feel good you don't actually have to say that stuff i guess but so i'm uh yeah if if anybody wants one first five people i guess to um send, uh, shoot a tweet to um our account i'll give i'll send you a code pretty sweet deal i guess yeah all right it's free magic magic and it's sweet 
we'll have to we'll have to do another shakedown of arena since it's changed because yeah yeah i have i have a lot Probably. to say about arena and a lot to say about the people who say things about arena start up a note stack i'll have to do that all right um if you want to send us some feedback you can send us an email to the local meta at gmail.com um if you want to catch us on twitter and get that sweet sweet beta invite um at the local meta pc for the third time uh you can catch my stream twitch.tv slash beware llamas i've been doing a little streaming ran a couple games last night but i don't know they were kind of crappy unfortunately i'm not very good I did mill a bunch of people out, which is sweet. You just need... I need to actually be home to watch you stream and help you more. I don't need you. Yeah, I need your help, actually. Never mind. I'm not even going <laughs> to <lie>. But... <laughs> All right. John, anything else before we, we sign off? Casting Nickel Bolas to Ravager is sweet. This is true. This is actually true. That's but, my, that's my right. takeaway for the evening. So... Go cast some nickel balls and we will catch you all next time. See ya.